0: Welcome to Rhema for today.
1: God has not given us a spirit of fear. And we've got these folks that's always talking about fear. They talk more about fear than they do God. I mean sometimes born again spirit filled people. All the time talking about fear. They talk about fear. They're afraid of the devil. They're afraid of demons. They're afraid of this influence. They're afraid of that influence. They're afraid or they have fear of this power, of of that power, of some other kind of power. But I want you to know, my brother, sister, that the Holy Ghost sent down by Jesus from God the Father, came from heaven into your spirit and into my spirit, and common sense teaches us that He has made us a master. Praise God, because He said in 1 John 4, four, greater is He that's in you than he that's in the world.
0: Amen. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth Hagan continues his teaching on the Believer's Authority. More next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth Hagan for today's message.
1: No promise of life outside of Jesus. Not a bit in the world. Now then I want you to notice something else here in this text, or this portion of Scripture. Skip down there to the... Uh, to the sixth verse. And he said, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that I stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. Now Paul had faith in the value of putting on of hands or laying on of hands in other words. Notice that he said, When I put my hands on you, there was something imparted to you. And he's stirring him up, wherefore I put thee in remembrance that this is so. Amen. And if you don't realize it and know it, I'm stirring you up to cause you to know that uh, something was imparted unto you. Thank God for the laying on of hands. We preached on that one time, well, at the beginning of the meeting here. And uh, that's a part and parcel of the doctrine of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now then, here's what the real verse I wanted you to get to, though. And that's the seventh verse. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Hallelujah to Jesus. My, you could just stop right there and have a camp meeting Jonah, couldn't you? (laughs) God has not given us a spirit, of fear. God never gives anyone fear. God never comes with a message of fear. Did you ever notice all through the Old Testament you can read it, and then over in the New Testament you can read it, that when God sent a messenger from heaven, sometimes an angel or what, that the angel always would first of all begin by saying, fear not. He never did say fear, always don't fear. Fear not, in other words. And when he sent the angels, the angelic choir to sing, and the angels to announce the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ, they again, they came with the message, fear not. I bring you good tidings of great joy. Praise God. And later on in the Acts of the Apostles, you remember when Paul was up there in Jerusalem and in jail, he said that the Lord Jesus himself stood by him. Suddenly Jesus appeared by his side and said, Fear not, Paul. (laughs) Fear not, Paul. Don't be afraid. Praise God. You must bear witness of my name before the kings and so on and so forth. But you see, he always came with a fear not. And he said he hath not given us a spirit of fear. When I hear these preachers of fear, amen. When I hear those individuals who are all time preaching fear, I don't just mean preachers of the gospel, I include them, but in a sense we're all preachers. You are proclaiming something yourself every single time you open your mouth. You are proclaiming something. To preach means to proclaim, isn't that right? You are proclaiming something. You are preaching something. We hear just out in the natural world. I heard somebody on TV uh, say to another, and because the other fellow reporter was talking to him, I do not know that this is Christian, but the other one, the other reporter said to the one talking to him, said, "Why don't you practice what you preach?" You see, he was preaching something to him, and evidently his colleague knew he didn't practice it, so he said, why don't you practice what you preach? So we hear that expression out in the world even. Why don't you practice what you preach? Well, my brother, sister, God, you know, really, that's what we do. We'll really practice what we preach. You preach fear, and you'll practice fear, and you'll be afraid, and you'll be filled with fear. But it didn't come from God. God has not given us a spirit of fear. And we've got these folks that's always talking about fear. They talk more about fear than they do God. I mean sometimes born again spirit filled people. All the time they're talking about fear. They talk about fear. They're afraid of the devil. They're afraid of demons. They're afraid of this influence. They're afraid of that influence. They're afraid or they have fear of this power, of of that power, of some other kind of power. But I want you to know, my brother, sister, that the Holy Ghost sent down by Jesus from God the Father came from heaven into your spirit and into my spirit and common sense teaches us that he has made us a master. Praise God, because he said in 1 John 4, 4, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Amen. Greater. I'm only emphasized that word, greater. Greater is he that's in you. Praise God. Greater is he that's in you. This doesn't just belong to preachers. Praise God, John's writing to believers. He said, my little children, in this letter of 1 John, And in that fourth chapter and fourth verse, he said, ye are of God, my little children. And so we are of God. And greater is he that is in you. Oh, I wish that would ever get down into the heart and into the spirit and into the life of men and women. Too many times we quote those scriptures, glibly quote them, but they don't mean a thing in the world to us. But we need to know the reality of it. Praise God forevermore. Well, there's no comfort to just knowing that greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world unless you realize what he's in there for because he's greater than he that's in the world because he's greater than the devils you'll face because he's greater than demons because he's greater than evil power. Hallelujah to Jesus, then you need not have a spirit of fear because the greater one lives in you and he's bigger than the devil. He's greater than the devil. I like to say it this way, the bigger one lives in you. He's bigger than the devil. Praise God. He's bigger than sickness and disease. He's bigger than storms and tests and trials. Praise God. He's greater than any force that could come against you. Now we need to learn to rely upon him. But you know too many times when test comes, too many times when the storms of life break upon us. And you know the crisis of life comes to all of us. We're not immune to those things. I'm not immune to them. Sometimes folks say to me, well that'll work for you brother Hagen because you're a preacher. No he didn't say the greater ones in the preacher. He said ye that are of God the greater ones in them. No, God's word works for every single one of them, you see. And too many times folks will think, well, yeah, God sort of loves you and sort of giving you a special dispensation of his power and his grace. And it'll work for you, but it won't work for me. And I'll just have to get along the best I can, you know, and just sort of hump it. You know what I mean by that expression, you know, just sort of hump it, you know, through life. But no, my brother, sister, praise God. He has sent him to indwell us, to make us masters, to give us dominion. That we might, Romans 5, 17, reign as kings in life by one Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so, too many times, however, even the spirit-filled believer does not really recognize what he got. He thought he had an experience with God. No, he didn't get an experience with God. And so he always keeps trying to have another experience like the experience that he had when he experienced the first experience that he experienced. And he ought never want to have another experience like the experience that he experienced when he experienced his first experience. Should never do that anyway. He ought to walk on in the light of the word of God. Blessed be God. And so it's just an experience. No, it's not an experience. The Holy Ghost came to live in you. Praise God. A divine personality. Hallelujah to Jesus. Came to dwell within you. Hallelujah. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. Look briefly again at 1 John 4 4, and then turn to Luke 10, 19. And let's look at these two verses of Scripture together, please. Notice that he said here again, 1 John 4, 4, Ye are of God, my little children, and have overcome them. The them that he's talking about that we have overcome, not a going to do it, is demons and evil spirits, because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Then back in Luke 10, 19, Jesus said, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions. Now get this, and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Now, did he lie about it or did he tell the truth about it? Well, first of all, somebody said, yeah, but now, Brother Egan, Jesus didn't say that to us. The church, he was talking to those other 70 disciples that he sent out there, and when he said that to them, I know he was talking to them, but I want to ask you a question. How much of the power of the devil, since Jesus died and rose from the devil and defeated him, how much of the power of the devil do we have authority over now? As much as they had.
0: Welcome to Rema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The classic book by Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, God's Word, A Never Failing Remedy. And the book from Kenneth Hagan entitled, How to Fulfill Your Divine Destiny. The CD from Lynette Hagan entitled, Fuel Your Passion for God. Last but not least, the slimline book from Kenneth E. Hagan, Right and Wrong Thinking. All these resources are for the special price of $25. That's more than $8 off the retail price. Call toll free eight eight faith 99 Again, call toll free eight eight faith 99 You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rhema for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.
2: Hey, you know, uh, there's different media channels that we're on, and you can find us on Roku. That's right. Uh, and go to the Rayma channel under the spiritual category, and mm-hmm. we're right there. In fact, we were one of the first ministries to have uh, a, a Roku channel. A Roku channel, yeah, and then. Rhema Praise uh, video. It's on podcast. Hi. You can go right there and find it and view. You, you can view, view our conferences and all kinds of stuff. In fact, you can be view us live every That's Sunday right. from at ten a.m., seven p.m., and seven on Wednesday night at rama.tv. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can listen to us on the radio podcast That's on the right. uh, or on iTunes. We're just everywhere. Oh, and <laughs> you can you can download our magazine free. The Word of Faith. Word of Faith or you can go there, right there uh, at Raymond.org and request a copy and we'll send you a hard copy. But I noticed that more and more people are reading it electronically Mm -hmm. and that is
0: really great. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagin will continue his message on the Believer's Authority. That's tomorrow on Rama for today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan